I'm Lester Alfonso, and you're listening to Soundproof on Trent Radio 92.7 FM. Soundproof is creative nonfiction for audio with field recordings, true stories, personal documentaries, and more. Today's episode, Birthmark, Part 1. Why does anybody try to get funding for a film? I'm searching. I'm throwing my fishing line out there. I'm trying to catch a fish. I'm trying to work through something. I'm not sure when it started exactly. Uh, The earliest document on my computer is dated September, year 2010. That was my first attempt at a treatment, I guess you would call it. Five pages, followed by two pages of notes. I find a few different versions from September. It feels like I didn't even write these. It reads like I'm attempting to describe my adventures in self-discovery. Then the date jumps to March 1, 2011. I know that's the deadline for the Canada Council grant for research and creation. I've got a rejection letter for that application in my collection and three or four more rejection letters after that between them and the Ontario Arts Council through the following years. Applying to Real Asians So You Think You Can Pitch contest in 2014 was such a shot in the dark. I wanted to prove to myself that I could make a good pitch, prove that I could pitch in a bigger leagues. I needed to be able to speak clearly and succinctly and convincingly, but I had to get through a written portion first. And I had to come up with a realistic budget for a 30-minute film. I planned a modest budget of 37950 and planned to apply to the Interior Arts Council for the maximum of 30 k to make up the bulk of it. Real Asian will award the winner of the pitch competition a check for $2,000 and about $5,000 worth of equipment rental from Trinity Square Video. The remaining $950 I put down on the budget as coming from my personal savings. I didn't have the $950 at the time, but it's not unheard of to have $950 in your savings. I thought it was easy enough some to fundraise these days, perhaps if I got the nod. I felt confident and easygoing about everything. I applied for it all. I seriously was not expecting anything. And then an email popped in. Dear pitch applicant, congratulations. You've been selected as a pitch finalist. I'm Katie Allman reporting for Katie Chads at the Real Asian International Film Festival press conference in downtown Toronto. I'm here with filmmaker Lester Alfonso. What are you most looking forward to for the pitch competition at the Real Asian Film Festival? I'm looking forward to not getting nervous uh, and being able to speak properly (laughs) and being able to express my pitch properly. 
Tell me a little bit about the inspiration behind your pitch. The inspiration was uh, a moment where I realized my birthmark actually didn't mean bad luck. And so it's a film about birthmarks and what stories we put to our birthmarks and how other people put birthmark stories in their head. And tell me a little bit more about your birthmarks. Growing up, did you have, were you superstitious about it? Absolutely. It felt like it was a bad luck omen because it's on my butt. <laughs> and since making or since the, developing this film and this project, what have you discovered that maybe you didn't know about birthmarks before? I think a lot of people put a lot of meaning to these birthmarks and they become mental fictions that stop us from actually actualizing our lives sometimes because they're so ingrained from childhood, given to you by, by elders, and uh, there's no truth to it, you know, these superstitions. So. And where's the best place for us to find out more information on you and your project online? Thank you. This is LesterAlfonso.com. You can find me there. Thanks so much Thank and so best much. of luck. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Katie Allman reporting for Katie Chess at the Real Asian Press Conference in downtown Toronto. press conference, my heart sinks when I learned that one of my competitors is fellow Filipino filmmaker Romeo Candido. I know I have to work real hard to beat him. I think he's really cool. Holy moly, how did I get here? I find out that Romeo is pitching a killer documentary about a Filipina nurse by day and singer-rapper by night. I feel a heightened level of nerves. There's so much free alcohol, it's difficult to resist. I have one beer and I approach Romeo to chat. Before I could say anything, what's your project? He asks me. I do my best to try to describe it. Birthmarks. What? Birthmarks. Then he tells me that the star of his film has a birthmark. Who? I ask. He says, Hanali Han Han, his nurse rapper, just happens to have a prominent birthmark along her right arm. No way. Did I just hear you say that? You'll meet her, he says. Maybe our projects could cross over, he says. And I just cannot believe my luck.
wish everybody could understand her lyrics the way I do and experience the way the specific combination of sounds create a specific meaning that shoots straight to the heart. I'm quoting an article by Robert Bolton in the Huffington Post. Han Han is unsigned. Her album was funded through a grant from the Interior Arts Council. Two of the songs have been picked up by EMI Publishing in the UK. EMI's catalogs classify the songs as urban tribal. The music mixes funk and hip-hop with Philippine tribal gong music. It is a rebel music made from a bricolage of sounds and influences, and from a place of marginalization. Like early hip-hop, Han's sound has the quality of feeling at once animated and agitated. I'm a huge fan. At the actual pitch competition, we are milling about, nervous Nellies, waiting for the event to start. Han Han is there. She is slated to perform with Romeo on stage for his pitch. I'm feeling starstruck the moment I meet her. And yes, along her arm, a beautiful wine-stained archipelago of birthmarks. I ask her if she knows about my film. Yes, she heard about it. I would love to talk to you on camera, I say. I give her my card. Yes, she likes my pitch. Then, I find myself on stage, and it's time to step up to the plate. Uh, my film 12, and I also won an award for my other film, Trying to Be Some Kind of Hero, which is the search for my missing grandfather in the Philippines. I got the best new movie maker band. That's it. Um, I'm here to pitch a movie called Birthmark. Um, I have a birthmark. And for the longest time, I always thought it meant bad luck. You see, I, I, I grew up in the Philippines where there was a Filipino superstition that if you have a birthmark on your lip, you're talkative, birthmark on your head, you're smart, birthmark on the bottom of your foot, you're a world traveler. But if you have a birthmark on your butt, bad luck. <laughs> and uh, until very recently, I really believed this. You know, this was kind of a shadow in the back of my mind. And then I was going through a really terrible time. I was crying. I was in bed. I couldn't sleep. And I was basically asking the heavens, like, you know, why did this happen to me? And there was a voice that said, it's because of your birthmark. <laughs> and I knew that moment it wasn't true. I knew that moment that this can't be true. And so I started actually asking people who had birthmarks about their stories, about their birthmarks. And I met, I met someone who had a birthmark on his head, uh, like a little circular birthmark here. And he said, it's a bullet hole from another life that he was shot in the head in another life. And he needs to be kind in this lifetime or else he'll be shot in the head again. Uh, I met someone who uh, took off his sock and says, look, there it is. It's proof. That's the mark of royalty. That's why I don't belong in the construction business. <laughs> I met someone who has a perfect birthmark, uh, heart-shaped birthmark on her arm. And she was born on Valentine's Day. And so this definitely informs her way of being, her way of being a human being. Because you can't hide it. It's your birthmark. It's something you were born with, right? And as I tell the story from head to toe through interviews, and we push in a little bit on each interviewee, 
they kind of, it's a vulnerable moment because they reveal a little bit of something, you know, like they, they lift up their hands or they lift up their shirt and they show their skin to, to tell me about their birthmark. And, well, I'm not going to do any spoilers this morning. I'm not going to drop my pants and show you guys, but I will definitely promise you it will be in the film. It may even be the first shot of the film. I may even quote Kubrick and make it look like a planet with a sun behind it. And, uh, well, actually, seriously, it's probably going to look more like Citizen Kane. Uh, following me as a character and, uh, you know, looking for stories and following one story after another with moments of reflection in between interviews. And with each successive interview in profound succession, you see yourselves with everyone out there. And you follow my journey as I take it from living in fear to living in love. And um, I want to talk to Gorbachev. I mean, he, he was a great leader, a popular leader. How did he grow up you know, with that birthmark on his, his face? And uh, I don't know if you heard about Pythagoras, the great mathematician. I mean, he had a birthmark on his thigh, and in the Greek tradition at that time, it meant good luck. So he was a golden boy, and he got a lot of followers. And you know, I've wondered, when I read these stories, can I own these stories for my birthmark? And of course I can, because it's, it's just a mental fiction that we put on there. And, and, and I want everyone to see as they see the film, that we recognize ourselves and the mental fictions that we put to maybe block ourselves from becoming the, the true person that we really need to be. Um, I learn about myself through talking to other people in my films. Like when I talked to 12 different Canadians who all came to Canada at age 12 like myself to realize what that might have been like, it was a real healing journey and I think this will be another healing journey. But beyond that, there's nothing out there about birthmarks in the cultural sphere. You know, I mean, you, you do a quick Google search and there's no film about birthmarks, but this is part of humanity. This is part of who we are. And it's, uh, it hasn't been talked about yet, you know? And you wanna unpause it? And, um, I'm, I'm really, really definitely sure that if you've given a nod from real Asian, that I will make a beautiful film. I'll make an inspiring film, a touching film, and a funny film. And all of that will bring us together in our humanity and healing. Thanks to you, thank you so much for listening. The song says, just laugh it off, just laugh it off, just laugh, just laugh. 
and the winner is Romeo Candido for his pitch called Tawa. Romeo Candido took the prize for his pitch. After winning the award, Han Han runs straight to me and gives me a big hug and kiss and whispers something in my ear that, amidst the applause and cheers from the crowd, I'm almost 100% sure that no one heard it except for me. My birthmark is suerte. It's good luck, she says. It worked. It worked. It's suerte. It's good luck. It worked. My heart stops. At that moment, I think, if this movie ever gets made, this has got to be part of the film. Soundproof is creative nonfiction for audio with field recordings, true stories, personal documentaries, and more. Tune in next week for part two of Birthmark. Soundproof is produced by me, Lester Alfonso, music by Nostalgic Home Highways. Thanks to Katie Ullman, Angel Hamilton, Han Han, Romeo Candido, Robert Bolton, The Real Asian Film Festival, the Interior Arts Council, James Kerr, and everyone at Trent Radio. Thanks for listening. Soundproof, Saturdays at 5.30 p.m.